WJLZ, WJLZ Current FM. Uh, we are here with the man, Troy Wilkinson. Good morning. And, of course, we got Faith, uh, my wonderful daughter. Hello. See, I, did, I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't say anything smart. I just said my wonderful daughter. And that, like, so, that didn't talk to Troy's got his guitar. Troy, I'm always nice. What are you people talking about? What's wrong with you people? Uh, like, Troy's got his guitar, man. Let's see you jam a little bit. <laughs> That's my fault. I was banging on the. <laughs> we talking about. We were talking about how every time we try to get started, face phone drops. So if you want to see live in the studio, uh, see us here. Just go to Coming Soon Jesus T-shirts Facebook page, Save Your Connects Facebook page, Coming Soon Jesus T-shirts, or uh, Current FM Facebook page. Uh, that will be there. I got beat up today, Troy. How so? Church. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I woke up this morning and I went on this rant about, you know, just the struggle of doing ministry. Because, you know, when you... When you're doing ministry, you think about it, you know, everything you would be accomplishing. Like, I could be out here making millions of dollars, not caring about people, just being a selfish, money hungry uh, pig. And I decided, no, you know, what happened? Well, I didn't decide. God's like, no, you're going to be the preacher. You're going to do that. And it's like, welcome to poverty. <laughs> Good morning, America. Good morning, America. Like, you will lift others up before yourself. And I'm like, do you realize how heavy I am, Lord? Did I just do it again? I just did it again. <laughs> However, in church, Troy kept dropping the water bottle, and then he hit a kid with the water okay, bottle. Okay, you're saying like I hit like someone who is seven. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just talking about it. was a 22-year-old. So they don't matter, clearly. No. 22-year-olds <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> so what is, what is it one of those things where it's like, if you're my best friend, I will laugh at your pain and then help you? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think exactly. it is one of those things. Uh, so can you hear your mic? Yeah. Are you, I'm not hearing you in the headphones. Me neither. Is your headphones plugged in? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay, that would that would just been funny. <laughs> <laughs> are they, are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Get closer to the mic. Yeah, I did tell her that uh, five years ago. It was like four to five years of the whole. Time she's been a part of this. I didn't tell her to the mic. So yeah, let me let me hear you rock out, man. Let's see what do we got? What do we got? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Man, there's so many good choices. This guy is super talented. He's uh, one of the guitarists at Refresh Community Church. Fresh out of the penitentiary. No, I'm kidding. He's uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> He's like, what did you just do to my reputation? Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> 
I know that song. What song is that? Uh, I won't give up. Okay, there you go. That did. Troy, you're the dude. You're that, man. You're that guy. <laughs> I like music. Yeah, man. And so we're working on a television. Well, he's going to be doing part of on Real Life with Duke White. He's going to be doing the, the music updates and things like that. But then at Refresh Church, he's going to be doing the music stuff and uh, just helping people find their musical selves you know what i mean uh music is such an important part of the human experience i think absolutely you know and and so but here's what's crazy about it, is that we get to watch troy grow in his his not just his faith but his faith-based music uh and last time he was here we had asked faith like for some recommendations and she just kind of looked at him like why are you talking <laughs> why, why, why are you asking? I don't answer questions. Why are you asking? You questions? But I thought you would have some suggestions. But just, anytime I ask you for help, it's always complicated. Uh, that's Green Day. Yeah, that's Green Day. Oh, dude. So you do you, you read music? Uh, for the violin, I know how to read music. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. I don't read music at all. All right. So what did you think? Well, I was telling you, I got beat up at church. I literally walked out of the house. Uh, I get up and, and I'm, you know, I'm just talking about how sucky things are, and you know, just wanted to put things on, be on another level by now. And uh, I do realize I can only go so far without a church community. I do get that. I can only go so far. But at the same time, I just thought things would be different by now. And Pastor Jeff was like, no, sir. This is, this, is, this, is, uh, this is God's timing, not yours. And I'm like, just like I said at church, I'm like, but here's the thing. God's the one that has an unlimited amount of time. You know, I'm like, I got stuff to do. You know what I mean? He's like, based off the message, he's like, how about this? Why don't you just grow in patience? Grow, grow in patience. You know, and then it's just like, but it burns. 
you know, it, it's, that's just the bottom line. Uh, just the eagerness of wanting to get somewhere. Yeah. It's like, that's how kind of I felt. It was like, I'm ready for the next step. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But I needed to take that step back and be like, all right, I got to relax. <laughs> it's like, I want to do more. I like it. When does God learn that we know how to call the shots? <laughs> right. I don't know about that one, Kimasa. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like at the end of the day, and, and I'm, I'm, every person at the end of the day is like, oh, I wish I had just waited on God. You know what I mean? At the end, do you got you, you jam with me? Let me see jam with this. I can't jam at all. <laughs> you can't? No. Oh, dude, I mean, you gotta feel it. Let me see if I can do it. Let me see if I can get it. I love jamming. Let's see if I can pull this off. All right, I have Troy's now allowed me to hold. Was it one of those, uh, you break it, you buy it? <laughs> did I just say? Why did you say that? <laughs> Need a pick? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's so try deeper. Let's Thank you. 
I forgot I had neighbors. Do you remember what I used to do that all night long? Yes. I like I was there. I don't forget. Do, do you think one of the worst parts about jamming is when things go terribly wrong and people are just like, just go with it. It's like, no, stop. Seriously. Yo, oh, what is this? We got to upgrade our vocals. <laughs> your vocalist. All right, guys. So we're going to be talking to you today about music and why it's so important. And, um, Faith, have you ever been depressed? And then what's your like seriously, like yeah, it's just like isn't it natural to be depressed and then say, I'm gonna listen to depressing music? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> what do you think that thing is? Um, I think it's just you find something to relate to. And you just wanna you don't wanna it's like you don't wanna get out of it. Like you just wanna wallow in self pity for a little bit. At least wallow, wallow in self pity. Yeah. Did you lose your No, it, Oh, you're like, it's pointless. Let's just stop trying. All right, so Troy, you being like, what, what, so you're down in the dumps. Yep. The go-to is depressing music. Why is that? It just, it, it really gives someone like, okay, someone else feels this way. It's not just me. They get point of relation where it's like, he's saying exactly how I'm feeling. So let me get farther into Right, like that. He put his whole life story in his music. Oh, jeez, that guy. I mean, he tells. I mean, he's just, yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why people are kind of drawn to hip hop. What I want everybody to understand too is, if you know, especially when you hear men talking about their feelings and uh, in, in their uh, in their art because I everybody, I need you to understand something. Artists, artists actually are. <laughs> very very sensitive uh but i also think that men are more sensitive i think we were sold a lie that women are more sensitive than men but face it yeah <laughs> we're just talking from a young age the highest yeah exactly and, and here's the thing is that if you listen to the i was listening to this pantera song called walk and back in the day and uh crystal starts joking me and she was like this sounds like a 12 year old girl's diary you know yeah. that is crazy pantera is one of the hardest bands on the planet i still have my 12 year old diary so yeah <laughs> that that to me is just wild you know uh but men are constantly <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. But men are constantly talking about their feelings. Why do you think it doesn't translate over into reality where women go, wow, these guys really do have some in-depth feelings. Maybe I shouldn't do these things to them. Because, <laughs> of course, love songs, you definitely, love songs leave you in two places. Where you're, you're like, oh, I want a love like this. And, oh, I want a love like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, this would be nice. There's, like, there's that longing for it, and then there's this longing for it. How realistic do you think love songs are? Mm. Faith's like, I don't do love. Yeah, I don't know. I don't listen to love songs. 
I mean, I, if it comes like truly from a emotional standpoint rather than a financial standpoint, then it actually can transpose over into like, okay, this actually means something. But a lot of these, what are your standard run of the mill love song kind of things? It just, it's more the the beat that catches you in. Yeah. At least in my personal opinion, in my own judgment of love song. Well, you know, I, the, the, I, I do know that the artist does usually normally use their gift to get into it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I think about the difference between, you know, Christian music and secular music, a, a lot of it does come to like, you'll listen to a Christian artist that really genuinely, genuinely believes versus, uh, you know, selling a love song like this song is hot. And that's it. <laughs> like, think about the difference of that intensity yeah. where you're, there's one song you're crying out for God. I want to show you this song. Uh, by it's called Be Yourself by Isaac Gems. He is uh, one of the CSJ artists uh, that we support and we're, we really uh, promote him and, and push this guy really hard. And uh, I think he's such a great guy. This is his music video, and we're going to be he's going to be at the Smooth Night of RB at the uh, FFX Theater uh, where we're getting faith based RB. Check this out. I just cut the station off. There we go. There we go.
Such a cool song. You know, being yourself is so difficult because of the reality that like, what happens when people, uh, you know, don't like you. Do, do you think that people fear rejection more than anything? Faith just, just, yeah. just yeah. you don't care, do you? No. Yeah, I do. Um, do you, you care about rejection? Oh. Really. Yeah. What about you? How much does rejection play a part in your life? I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> so right. Rejection it, it used to be a lot more difficult than it is now. Because now I'm, I just I kind of stopped caring <laughs> to a point. Yeah. Because I'm done trying to simulate to be like everybody else. Well, like just just to be this on the straight and narrow, and you know, hey, make sure you do this and be this way, wear these clothes. Yeah, like, um, I don't want to follow these trends that much. <laughs> well, I can tell you that normal is actually miserable. You know that that is the norm. Uh, most people are, you know, especially people who aren't really walking with God. Most people are genuinely miserable. You know, they they they'll tell you otherwise, but you know, it's just like. They, you know, what's crazy is, of course, most people, they, they will, we have that social version of ourselves. How are you doing? Fine. Hey, how are you? Well, how about that weather? You know what I mean? But when it comes down to it, we're desperately uh, dealing with that constant void inside. Uh, and so people like Faith, she wears her emotions on her face. And I think sometimes that she thinks she's not showing people like i don't want to be here not because of you that's the real girl you're, you're included <laughs> the real reason she took the camera down <laughs> right but but uh how hard is it to manage all your feelings and then how do you feel about that social pressure i'm always having to be happy and i know for girls you're always being told to smile um i don't really i mean unless it's like unless i actually feel like smiling i don't smile but um i think if you're like in church like it's easy to smile i don't think it so at church and everything, I don't really think it just comes naturally. But um, elsewhere, unless it's like a business thing, yeah, I don't really try to pretend. I don't, really, I don't really feel the pressure to pretend. How do you? I know you said you don't, you don't care, but like, do you sometimes feel that need? Let me let me put away my real feelings so that I can. Oh, yeah, that was the that was all the time for me. It was like let me put this face and you know this mask on, make everybody else yeah. you know. Say, hey, I'm gonna make you laugh today, but in all reality, I feel like doo doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get a doo doo. <laughs> duty. Yeah, it's my duty. Yeah, no, I get it. You know, but, but and, and I think that that's part of the problem with, with, with where a lot of people are is that in their life, they feel like no one cares and that they don't matter. You know what I mean? And uh, have you ever felt like you didn't matter before? Either way, either way. No, she's like, I wish I didn't matter. Cause <laughs> my dad's always in my face. Like, no, I don't think, <laughs> I've never felt like I didn't matter. 
for that alligator if like even if the world didn't need me like my, my family because we're that jacked up yeah where, oh, we, would, <laughs> but, where we would always so, need you yeah <laughs> y'all are not i mean you know no, it's perfect, true. but um yeah. like my brother or sister or you you yeah yeah you right <laughs> no i get it it's just like, like when you drop a piece of paper you need someone to pick it up and even if y'all didn't i know a god so that's what really keeps me going yeah no, that's good. It's good to know that you need it. I want everybody to know they're important. Uh, this is another CSJ artist that we have, uh, Luke O'Neill. He made the song called I Know. Uh, and, it, I mean, dude, he really jams, man. Check this out.
Yo, that was so dope. You started playing with why is that happening? What did I do? What did I do now? Oh, I made the mics a little too hot. I made them too hot. But yeah, that was Luca Rio, one of Virginia homegrown artists. Uh, and then, of course, we have Abby Robinson. Do you have you ever heard of Abby Robinson? Uh, she just recently got married. Yeah, congratulations to Abby Robinson. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, let's see here. You never know with this social media stuff, so you always have to be like ready to to cut the volume. So this is Abby Robinson. Check this out.
you know that that's so important to have that ability to i think this is why that we really got to support our faith-based artists because they really are making songs that help us get through you know what i mean oh, yeah. uh what what song is can you say that man when I, as a christian song it really helped me get through a difficult time he's like zeppelin <laughs> Um, I think my longing for being a different person would have been just like a, uh, Micah Taylor, di- Micah, Micah Taylor, different, the acoustic version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so what about you, Faith? Do you have that song that you say this is my go-to? Um, when I was younger, it used to be uh, Oceans by uh, song, but now, um, it's David Crowder, Holy Ghost. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I get that's it. a fun one to play with. Do you know how to play it? We do that in uh, the church sometimes. We do. Actually, we do. You know, I notice a lot of songs that we play on the station, you you guys uh, play at Refresh Community Church. Uh, that's always a good vibe. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, so here's one of the things I want to tell everybody. We've got the One of the Million campaign coming out. Uh, that is where we're trying to get one million believers in the Coming Soon Jesus shirts by January 1st. Uh, what this means is that we're going to have uh, the ability to uh, develop a lot of faith-based media. and and But what we're asking everybody to do is to get a Save Your Connect page at SaveYourConnect.com. Get a Save Your Connect page. And you're going to meet us on Save Your Connect on January 1st sharing your testimony of why you love Jesus, who Jesus is to you. Uh, And that's really going to help us, you know, connect with more believers. We've got to build kingdom culture like never before. And uh, Savior Connect is a great way to do that. And so by making the Coming Soon Jesus shirts, uh, we wanted there's some Coming Soon Jesus, Coming Soon Yeshua. And you're helping us raise money for the tower so that we can go up in power in this very hour, <laughs> you're gonna say I need to take a shower. <laughs> I, I already knew it. The little one. <laughs> He's a little musky, you know. Uh, I don't think I'm musty. I might Troy, Troy will tell me if I'm musty. Not to my knowledge. My nose yeah. is kind of clogged up. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude, it's rough in here. It's rough. We've got to get a deep cleansing. Hey guys, make sure you support Current FM. Uh, we, we're going through, we need to get all new updated equipment. Like we said, we're going up in power. Then we've got the FFX theater. Uh, check this out. Did you see the new thing that we added to the website? Uh, so it's like, there's that. Then of course, so it goes, because we're doing the, uh, the one of the million campaign, we want to make it easier for people to go straight to our material. And so we've got more of the coming to Jesus. Make sure we upload more of the coming to Jesus shirts, uh, to the, to the uh, website, but the the idea is to create and promote faith-based unity. If you want to sell your products on ComingSoonJesus.org, please just go to FaithM at ComingSoonJesus.org. That's how you can go to FaithM at ComingSoonJesus.org and she'll contact you and reach out to you. She's like, Dad, do you do anything? Yes. Yes, I do. You are such a mean-spirited child. Uh, she didn't see. She's, she's sending out vibes. She's sitting out vibes. She thinks really loud, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 
So be one of the million, you know. All right, so there was this guy on uh, Facebook. Let me see if I can find this jerk. Uh, let's see if I can. Let's see, yeah, yeah, he's on Facebook. Uh, you know, and he, he, he might. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. But it, uh, he met my kids at the mall when we had the sort of kiosk. And his name's Tyrone Davis uh, or Tyrone Rhodes or something like that. Tyrone Rhodes. And he was just like, I saw these kids. They were working at the kiosk and on the Sundays. And, you know, and I was just like, uh, what do you say? Yeah, is this about profit or is it about our faith? And I was like, so your idea of, of supporting the body of Christ was to get on Facebook, on, on our social media platform, and make it seem like uh, I'm just working my kids to death to try to get a, a profit versus sending me a message or communicating to me or, or mm -hmm. anything like that. I want to show everybody, this is one of the reasons why the body of Christ is struggling with what it's struggling with because of, um, of, of, of people like him. And I'm not upset with him. I just realized he's not very smart. Uh, the, the reason why I say this is because uh, you get on the public platform and you start dogging out moves of God you know, you don't realize how many people can be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, they were working on Sundays. Why? You know how religious, how toxically religious people are? So I wanted to tell you what my response was to the guy. Uh, and, and again, when we talk about influence, this is one of the things that I'm talking about. Right, so for our first, first things first, uh, when, the disciples, when the Pharisees asked Jesus, why do the disciples do things on the Sabbath? He was like, because the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. That was the first thing, Tyrone. Uh, the second thing, Tyrone, he goes, uh, uh, I've seen kids work in the stands. On Sunday mornings, they told me instead of, of church, uh, their parents are getting them to work in the stand. Uh, in, is this is this a business about our faith or is it just making a profit? Well, Tyrone, uh, here's the issue. We, you know, uh, we were looking for a church home. Uh, we were trying to find a church home that they really felt connected to and really wanted to be at, uh, which we found refreshed. So as soon as we found a church home, we plugged in. But until then, I wasn't just going to not let them do anything and, and serve the Lord. So, yeah, we were doing ministry like a mission mission work into the, uh, the church. And, by the way, Every morning, our morning started at 6 a.m. in the morning. We have a four-hour radio show where I preach the gospel, Tyrone. Uh, and so what happens, Tyrone, is that they have a father that actually shares the gospel uh, to them. So it wasn't that I wasn't saying church wasn't important. It's just that I would. it was important that, one, we picked the right church. Two, my kids continue to serve the Lord. Three, that uh, I shared the gospel with them. And four, Tyrone. You're just not that smart, to be totally honest with you. You get on a Christian Facebook page, and then, and like, if you, if you had questions or concerns, it would have just been smarter to talk to me. Yeah, I uh, think people just assume that you're the ones, like, because we didn't feel comfortable just going to a church, even though we didn't feel any, like, we didn't, like, feel connected to the church at all. So, like, the other, like, any other church, we couldn't, we couldn't settle down in a church that we didn't really think, feel connected to, or more or less me. Right, because um, I'm a lot to deal with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you, you were just sitting there and be like, yeah. so, looking at your watch the whole time, and I'm like, we were at one church, when she looked at her watch so much, I was like, I've got to get her out of here. Yeah, like, he, where he brought me back off at the mall, you could Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's just like, we, 
you act like you don't give us a choice and what we do don't want to do. You could have forced us down in a church that we didn't really feel connected to, and then we would have gotten down to 18 and just gone our own way. But you gave us a choice, and then we found refreshing. I just think it's amazing how the body of Christ sometimes can just, you, you know, sometimes when you think you're helping, but you don't even realize you're being self righteous. And, you know, and so it's very important that we're careful with that. But Troy, and I want to say, because you're young, you're gonna see you're young in the faith. You're gonna see a lot of that. You're gonna watch, like, wow, you can just cut across and destroy this person's faith, or you literally can let money be the reason why you stop this movement. Don't let that discourage you, brother. You gotta keep going. You know what I mean? You gotta because you're gonna see humanity at its worst, especially when you're doing when you're doing when you're in the Christian business. You know, and that's family business. That's you're dealing with the nastiness. You know what I mean? I want you to know that, especially uh, when you discover what God is calling you to. <laughs> you know what I mean? You hear Pastor Thomas say, when he's like, no, like, you're going to go into ministry. He's like, no, I'm not. Like, young adult ministry. Yeah. He's like, no, no I'm not. not like, no. no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's tough. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, but I definitely do see uh, you know, in the future that we've got to do a better job at how we approach each other. Like someone could say, well, Duke, start now and apologize to the guy. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> uh, maybe tomorrow. I don't feel like it. So there's that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be a good example. Uh, I don't owe the guy an apology, to be totally honest with you. The truth is, this is a, I'm, I'm actually glad he did it because these are when, when people of God, uh, the devil, if you think about it, when the devil wants to do something, he's got people like, let's do it, let's rock and roll, let's go. And then you might have the Christians go, well, that's not cool. The devil's doing that. I don't want to be a part of that. But then the devil also gets to benefit from the Christian ghost. No, it's not so bad. It's yeah. not so devilish. You know, there's nothing wrong with a little devil. We've all got a little devil in us. But then when you look on the believer side, you don't see people going, oh, we all got, you don't see the devils going, we all got a little angel in us. We all got a little godliness in us. They're like, no, we have nothing to do with that. And so I just try to tell people, when you're going to do this walk, you know, walk it out, like understand that this is a walk for life. And it's eternal life. You know, I mean, we're walking for eternal life, you know, and, and that's very important. I want to hear jam some more. What do you got? What is that drop? Drop copy. Drop D. You know that song? Yeah. Foo Fighters. Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, dude. 
such a good song. Such a good song. You know, in case you don't know who the Foo Fighters were, they, they are the band that branched off after uh, Kurt Cobain died in, uh, from the suicide in Nirvana. Well, you know, how do you feel about that when so many artists, uh, so many celebrities do give in to, you know, uh, drugs and alcohol and suicide? Uh, is that... It's it's a hard topic because it's nobody wants to see anybody go through that, but it was their way of dealing with their vices. May it be the wrong way, in certain aspects, it gave them, I guess, that sense of feelinglessness. Feelinglessness. I can't. I, I, I passed it. I, I got you. No, I get it because because when you're that deep in tune with yourself. You can go that deep, and like you realize that what it really, what's really required to care for you, and realize that you have two options. Especially now that you have money, either accept the fact that people all love you for the, all the wrong reasons, and the void is you now have time to discover how big your void is, and that can be overwhelmingly uh, depressing when you're telling people, "Hey, I'm depressed," and they're like, "You're fine. Just do another show." And, and, and you look at the story of Elvis. Right. Ran him into the ground. You know, just ran him into the ground. Like, that's got to be, that's got to be a, a, you know, a terrible feeling to know that people would rather drown out your cry for help as, a, as an artist. And this is what we got to understand as Christian artists. We've got to be, you know, we've got to be serious about supporting each other and be a safe place for people to talk and say, hey, this is what I'm really going through. I was talking to Matthew West and I said, Hey, how, how are you doing as far as like, you know, bouncing back from COVID and CD sales aren't the same. And it can be devastating when these trend changes and you can get totally left out. You know, you, you, you know, imagine being one of the top actors in the world and all of a sudden some YouTuber pops up and everyone's watching him now. And, and there's this fighting for attention that I, I really think that really what people are fighting for is that relationship with God. You know what I mean? And then they, you know, and, and they, they, they don't know that. You know what I'm saying? They don't know that it's the relationship with God that they're looking for. And then they end up, you know, uh, they end up, the, and the industry does, of course, enables them. You know, that doesn't help at all either. But your voice more raspy. Here, smoke a cigarette. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> raspy voice, cigarettes. That's why my voice is rising. <laughs> you know, but but I can tell you what, it, it really did destroy my singing voice. I, uh, but I, the reality is, oh, I want to show you, so that you guys won't be able to hear it, but you, you guys will be able to see it, but you won't be able to hear it. No, you'll be able to hear it too. This is, uh, so, so the radio audience, we want to see the commercial, the uh, uh, Coming to Jesus commercial, but this is going to play right now, and I encourage you to check it out. Go to the Coming Soon Jesus t-shirt page.
Oh, who did you jam it to? You were jamming. Yeah, man. Song that I want you to check out. Tell me what you think about it. Uh, uh, I love the CSJ boom. Good morning. Yep, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that vibe. Let me show this to this So. Do you remember Noise 2020 Fate? That's the song where I destroyed my voice. Uh, oh man, such a it was a it was an on time song, but I uh, definitely one of those songs that uh, you know I, I didn't know that the screamers, the screamer people. I, I think there was a proper way to do it. that. There was a proper way to do it. And so, oh man, when I say I just destroyed my voice, my 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 producer was like, "Yeah, man, you're done." <laughs> you know, and, and it was so it was crazy because, uh, oh man, we had such a good time making the song. But he was like, "You just like I'm probably gonna have to have, to have surgery," uh, but it was just like I had no idea the damage that I had done. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, there it is. There it is. So it's what I love about it. So the creativity behind this, uh, I love the fact that the video starts with the end, which is, you know, that's my brain. That's how my brain works. Uh, this is the music video that, uh, who put this together? Did you put this together? Did you put yeah, no, Solomon did. Solomon did. But this is uh this is called Noise 2020. Uh it was just based off everything that was happening in the world uh during 2020. And the 
Oh man, that was such a rocking song, and it was like I couldn't get back to the, I could not get back to the studio. I couldn't get my voice right afterwards. And what's funny is that it's like right right after that, Pastor Thomas. You see why I was scared to join a church? <laughs> it's like so that's your worship music. <laughs> no, but but I can tell you what though, I it, it really is one of those things where music, guys, you got to understand that music is a part of people's lives, and. Uh, do you have a song that you would say, okay, I couldn't, like, like this song, this is the one song I could listen to for the rest of my life. Do you guys have that? Yeah. What is it? Oh, Lord have mercy. You can't, you gotta be kidding me. Are you serious, Fatty Boom Boom? Are you, like, she couldn't even say, I just knew. Are you serious? Like, don't you guys don't even listen to that song. What about you? Uh, ah, there's so many good ones to choose from in South Park. Well, not for her, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, she answered it, and I'm so terribly disappointed. That I can listen to for the rest of my life. Yep. What a sad thing that just happened right now. That song. The commission. No, no, you've already said it. You can't go back. <laughs> you can't take it. Said it. Said it. I didn't say it. Um, that's true, but we both know the truth. But I can't just pick one. If I choose one, I'm gonna get sick. <laughs> um, I think most anything by Pink Floyd. I can't believe you just said that. I was I was thinking that I was just like a Pink Floyd song. Any of them, any of them, I would be able to. Yeah, I can do it all day. I can. Those guys mean so much to me because they taught me how to feel sounds and, and, and kind of connect. It's like I, when I listen to something, I can just extend my spirit to connect to that melody and, and find it. Do you know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, so, so you think you can tell that's such a good song. <laughs> All right. Well, I do want to show everybody something that I, that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, last week you got a chance to check out Tatrabet, and you really were feeling that mm-hmm. uh, that that diversity in that uh, in the Hallelujah in the House song. And uh, have you heard that Chasing Quiet song? I think you showed it to me. Well, I did show it to you. Yeah, yeah that's such a good song. Oh wow, Eric Clapton, yeah. You know, and you can't tell me that that's not a song. Like, he's like, I want to see you in heaven. Do you know why he wrote that song? Is it because uh, his kid fell out of a two-story window, right? It was like a five-story window. Yeah, something like that. The they, window was open. The nanny wasn't paying attention. And he lost his son. Did you just go? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was not to the people. He was I'm just sorry. saying that it happened. 
He was just saying that it happened so before everybody was like, but that, but yeah, that's so that's why I'm like, you know, when when Christians get all self righteous about music, it really scares me because it's like, hey, if they don't know the gospel, I'm all like this. Why don't you do a better job at evangelizing before you start coming down at people? Like they're going to express themselves through art. You know, uh, music is a part of your journey. You know, and, and so people are going to express themselves through art. But it's our job as believers to say, hey, this is a safe place for you to express yourself. Uh, you know, and that that to me is what's what's important. Uh, let me see if I can find this song. If I can find it. So this is also Ty Trebet. And I love, I just, I love where he's going and how he challenged uh, the music, in the, like gospel music as a whole. I think it's just genius uh, how he he's challenging, you know, the typical sounds of of, of gospel music. Uh, and I, I, I'm really proud of him for this latest album. It's called his latest album is called New, right? All right. So this is uh, Ty Trebet's. We gonna be all right. So confused, don't know which way to go. Dressed out, world so crazy. Miles will stay in the house. They're trying to rise up. Got terrorized. We trust when I say that we gon' be Crime in trafficking, racism, police brutality, bullying, trouble is there. Show me your parents and be on that brain. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done. Sunshine, let it rise through the dark. Even through the storm and the rain. Oh, Jesus, we gon' be all right. Hey, we 
going on with John Cooper and Skillet? No. Uh, he's just coming out straight talking about uh, everything that's going on in the music industry, you know, amongst uh, Christians, you know, and he's really going hard. Uh, and I was just like, whoa. Uh, he, <laughs> he's not holding any punches uh, talking about, like his new book is called Weak, Weak Wimpy uh, Church or something like that. Like the church has become this uh, weak, weak, wimpy, and woke is what he called it. Uh, and, and I was like, whoa, I love you. You're like, you had me at weak? Uh, because because the church does have to strengthen it. It's got to, look, you know, some people are never going to stand for what's right. And the only thing they'll ever do, to, the only way they'll leave you alone is just say, just bow down to me one time. You know, make me feel like my wrong is right. Uh, that's where we're really headed in, in American culture, where people just want to be told that wrong is right. You know what I mean? Uh, how do you feel about that? Because I know that the secular world, you know, uh, you know, obviously everyone has their own opinions about stuff. But where are you at right now? It's like when you understand that there's certain things that God's trying to correct about humanity. It's going to be a, huh? a unique ride seeing how it plays out. Yeah. Because I know that because the, the, the question a lot of times is just like, well, why? Why does it have to be this way? Why does it have to be that way? I think we, we understand that. I, I it, This is how I figured it out. When I realized that God was calling a nation to himself. Like he already knew that. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll see, let me see a thing. Let me see a thing. And I'll be sure I stay away from the edge of the. He said, "No dings, no." But uh, when I think about the reality that how else did it? But I did. Read that pic. Yeah, the rally. But <laughs> when I think about the fact that he was calling a nation to himself, yeah. that's where you've got to go. Oh, it's God's idea. Because like. If it was your backyard, you create the rules. You know what I mean? But this is God's backyard, so he creates the rules. I think that's the part where we got to kind of accept. And it is difficult because there's people that we care about that don't necessarily believe what we believe. Right. That's the hardest, one of the hardest things together. It's like, I hope I see that. <laughs>
I think about too is your faith of working on this uh, thing that Joe Cone did. Oh, we, we were releasing these things called Neo Talks where people just come and share their heart. And you know, that was twice the night, three, three times. Uh, I could have got away with it, but the headphones are on. So he literally, that was times four, he literally can hear each time it happens. Uh, but anyway, we're going to pretend like that didn't happen. Uh, what do you think about what, what Joe Combs talking about with the grief? So these Neo Talks are like TED Talks, except you just talk about whatever God puts on your heart. But what do you think? How do you feel about the grief thing? Were you able to listen to it? Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, it's harder for, because he was, he was talking about like how it's hard for me to grieve because they're told to like, they have to keep it in and like they have to be the man of the house and that doesn't include emotions like whatever crying or grieving, but, um, but it's for everybody and it's, it's a normal reaction to, that's what he said, normal reaction to an abnormal situation that yeah. it wasn't supposed to be. So, but it is, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's normal to grieve like. It's not normal. Like it's not normal not to cry. Like not yet, yeah, not to cry. So he said that after his dad's funeral, he didn't cry one time. He like for a few days, and then he just broke down because if you follow it up, no matter who you are, you're gonna eventually break down. Whether it's a a day or a year, you're gonna break down. So it's normal to grieve when that happens. Like death. Yeah. So, so what about you? Like, what in the process of it because uh, yeah, it was definitely one of those before I was really following Christ it, it was hard because I had lost my great grandmother at a, she was 97 it's like she lived long long time but doesn't change doesn't change So we are like this, a male populace. We're taught to keep it, you know, keep it down, be the strong one, be the be the rock for the family. But sometimes nobody ever actually focuses on you know how the father's doing or how the brother's doing on the male side. It's not uh, disregarding the uh, the female side. It's, Grieving's hard for everybody, no matter how you go through it. Yeah. You know, um, when my brother passed away, I, I saw my mother. She definitely disconnected. You know, and, uh, just kind of, she had to heal differently. My dad, he went into more of a work mode. But I remember when I was like, how can you function, you know, knowing that your child is going? And my dad was like, Dude, you're supposed to know this, you know. Like, yeah, he's like, you know, these bodies are not ours, and they're just loners. And then ultimately, God has this final say. So, but uh, I think the part that I figured out recently was the person who is taken up into heaven is no longer in pain, yeah. and that's what we should be focusing on: is that they're no longer suffering. They have been yeah. cleared of the storm, as Jesus did in the boat. Took them out on the water, and they're walking with him. 
Yeah, and I think the problem is we just want like people here with us. Yeah. Humans are selfish. We want everything to stay, just like with dogs. It's like well, people spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to get there for a couple months out of a dog. And it's like don't get me wrong, dogs or cats and pets are part of the family. They're just as much part of the family as a brother, sister, or father. But as a human populace, we're selfish. We just want to hold on to that. Yeah. yeah, Crystal just had to um, go through that with her this previous year with her dog and everything. She um, yeah, she lost both her animals in the same year. She's had this for seven, 17 years. And her cat was 17, no, 18. So, yeah, she's had, and then her dog was 14, and they both passed away. So, yeah, and, and you know, for me, uh, I, I don't, I never really got a chance to, you know, attached to animals like that, but I see the the pain, you know, because it is a that's, a, that's a love loss, you know what I mean? It's like when you spend, you know, 10 plus years with the same creature, you learn his personality, it's, it's you know. I'm just thinking about the, when you say personalities, just the things that uh, I remember about my dog. Spike when I had a had a boxer, and then that gate opened. I mean, he was gone. gone. And, you, and then then you run after me like Spike, come back. And the dog's running, and I know that he's my dog, so we can have the same personality. Which he's thinking, oh, it's playtime. It's playtime. <laughs> and I'm running after him. He's just running like as fast as a dog can run, and I'm running as fast as a. 13 year old black child can run and it's just translating off <laughs> and he's going yeah and i'm like now the interstate's there and then the only thing i know to do i'm like this dog is that's fine uh this dog is so dumb that i have to actually make it seem like it's playtime so you know what i had to do so i run it so i stopped and he would stop <laughs> Look at me, and it's like, and then I, I start to run, and then he starts to run a little bit. Yeah, so that's not gonna work. Now I know these cars aren't gonna stop for my dog because he's gonna just run straight yeah, through yeah. and not look both ways, mainly because he's a dog also. Yeah. Uh, so I realize I have to now run back to the house yeah. in order to get him to ride. So he's like, we're gonna run some more. Huh? Then we're gonna do, we're gonna run some more. And I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna run this way. So I turn around and I start running. The next thing I know, ying, it just passes me. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And then I, I run into the backyard. He runs into the backyard. And just starts running. And so it's like, this is so much fun. Oh my God, this is so much fun. And then I run, get to the door to shut the door, shut the door. He hops the fence. Oh my God. He's like, hi, I didn't get away. I just remember being like, oh, this guy. Because I didn't even know he could hop the fence, but yeah. he was just like, oh, I know you thought he was still in that play more like, oh, I got I know what game we're playing. You know? Uh and uh it was just it was like so now we have to put it we had to put a chain in the backyard for the dog. But my point is is that uh I can totally understand grief in, in a weird way because I actually saw my mom be very mature, my brother passed away because the neighbor was like Hey, I know how you feel. We have just lost our our dog, yeah. and, and I'm like, did you just compare 
my brother to a dog, you know, but my mom was more focused on relating in the grief. And so she wasn't offended by it. You know, uh, I think that we're supposed to lead the way as believers in these situations. We're supposed to lead the way to show people how to get through it with God. And I think that's our biggest challenge uh, is not letting uh, things, did your phone just die? Uh, not letting, uh, did I? Not dead. Oh, but, <laughs> but I think that one of the challenges is we have to understand that we're going to go through the same things that uh, people go through, but it's how we go through it that makes the difference. You know what I mean? All right, Kurt, we're going to play some music for you guys. We shall return. All right. We're going to play some music from the volume. So they so I didn't echo. So, uh, being that you are in your early 20s, what does that feel like knowing that you're going through such a transition? Do you find yourself saying, hey, what am I supposed to know about this? Honestly, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just doing. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I, I, that's my biggest thing. It's like, I'm a person lives in the moment like it's like oh yeah i'll be saving all this money and then be like oh, i got the money let me drop all this money on stupid stuff <laughs> right which you're gonna stop doing that <laughs> well, it, when i say stupid stuff it's stuff that i don't necessarily need but you know i i get stuff for experiences yeah well so check this out these wise because when you when you realize that when you do your money right, your experience become greater, oh, and you are you're already experiencing. I don't want your experiences to be limited. Is what I'm saying, because I can see you being a guy that's like, "Where's Troy at now? Troy's in the Caribbean." You know what I mean? Do, experiencing, and, and you, we've got to give ourselves a chance to experience. Because I I would love to send you around the world. You know discovering different music i think mean, that would be a cool vibe for you don't tempt me with a good time <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time i love this guy but it's true i can totally see you being that guy uh and i want you i i want everybody to, to be who god created them to be that's my dream is for writers to not feel like they 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 can't they don't have time to write because their job is so demanding. I want everybody to be free to be who I believe that's what refresh is really doing. We're about to build platforms that allow people to be who they who they're supposed to be. If if it was a if I could have anything in the world, I would want people to be unapologetically themselves. Yeah. Like just they them or that person is like I want them to be who they are. Yeah in a good way <laughs> right well okay so here's the thing is that when you look at the amount of social oppression that has taken place where people are asking who they are who who am i what what do i really believe outside of it's like 
can we believe something that hasn't been opposed on us? You know, like, so even when you look at Christianity, it's like, am I a Christian just because of the, the fact that my mother and father are Christian? Well, you, know, you know, am I a Christian because of the fact that, you know, it's like, why am I a believer in God? You know, uh, why, why do I believe that this is right and this is wrong? What is that that causes me to believe that? Is it a, am I having a free thought or is it a thought of, uh, and, and here's what, again, what freed me up was when I realized God is calling a nation unto himself. Like he allows other nations to exist, but he, this nation that's called himself is like, oh, this is how, this is how we do things in this nation. This nation of God, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like things are going to be done differently. It's like, oh, okay, I get it now. You know, and and imagine you you, you can't you can't fight in football, right? But you can't fight in boxing. Now you can you can fight in hockey. You can yeah. fight where it's allowed. But there's certain arenas. So and, and there is the NFL nation. There is the you know, soccer nation, there's the MLB nation. So there's these different, the word nation means peoples and groups. Did you know that? But that's the actual, it doesn't mean countries. It just means peoples and groups. It doesn't mean states. It means people and groups. So God is legit calling a nation to himself. And that's very powerful. And so we have to accept, oh, we're doing it because it's God's way. We believe in this God who does things a certain way. Uh, so there, there's that. But uh, bring this current FM, bringing you back in, uh, bringing your music back in. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. We're having some great conversation, a little bit about everything. Uh, my sinuses are killing me, so I'm going to get out of here. I can't do it. This is Chuck being safe. All right, guys. Uh, but be good to each other out there because it's important to be good to each other out there because everybody matters. And we gotta be a force. We want to be believers and be a force to show love. Uh, so a force of love. And so we need you guys to be good to each other out there. Remember the one of the million campaign. Remember, you're helping us raise money for the tower for current FM. We've got to get all new updates, all new upgrades. We need new equipment, and we need you to help us uh, go into this next dimension of reality. So uh, the one of the million campaign is by January first. We're asking everybody to meet on Save Your Connect. Get on Save Your Connect, and let's see what uh, you know. What happens when a million believers coming together, wearing the coming to Jesus shirts, sharing their sharing their testimony, sharing their love for God, who God is to them. That's what we're doing. So make sure you guys are a part of that. But my sinuses are killing me, so I'm getting out of here. I love you guys. Be good to each other. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna go through uh, tomorrow because my sinuses really are, and I can't stand it. Your sinuses are messing with you? Yeah. So today's the twenty Good morning, good morning, good 